Tyler. Oh, hello. Remember that She-Hulk series that's getting made? I do. It looks like they cast a villain. Yeah. Jamila Jamil. Yeah. Which I liked her in The Good Place. Yeah, so did I. That's honestly the only thing I've ever seen her in. But Me too. Is that the... What has she done outside of that? I have no idea. I'm curious. I do not remember... I think it might just be The Good Place. Either way, she did good in that, but I'm... I'm, uh... I'm, I'm, like, I think she'll be a good villain, but I'm more curious to see this Tatiana Malsani as the She-Hulk. I really, when I started seeing posters of people, like, pushing for Alison Brie to be She-Hulk... Right. I definitely think that would have been a phenomenal fucking fit, but... Yeah. I mean, I watched a little bit of that Orphan Black show with her, and she was good in it, so I think she'll be fine, but I'm curious. Like, I don't know much about the She-Hulk stuff. No, me neither. But, like, I'm curious, like, does the Hulk from mainline Marvel stuff show up in this? I don't know. I mean, it's it's Marvel. It's Disney Plus, so I'm sure they're going to link it to one of their next fucking phases, right? Yeah, so it says, so She-Hulk is apparently a cousin of Bruce Banner. Yeah, and she gets a blood blood transfusion that gives her the Hulk powers, but I guess the difference here is, like, when she goes She-Hulk, she just gets, like, the size and the power, but she still thinks and can talk and all that oh, other stuff. She doesn't have, like, the Hulk dynamic? Yeah, kind of like Hulk at the end of the last like marvel right like how he was like the hulk but he was still yeah, he smart liked. and yeah just super strong as well yeah he scienced himself yeah that's yeah. that's my understanding of yeah. how she hulk is okay yeah i mean i'll check this out all these marvel shows have been real good so mm-hmm. i'll check it out and then we got the guys who did in bruges are coming back together Colin yeah. Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and Martin McDonough. McDonough? Yeah. I'm into this. That was a decent movie. Yeah, it was. So I'm... I'm yeah. interested. I like Colin Farrell in those like kind of like Guy Ritchie-esque gangster roles. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he's best. The, the Banshees of in- Inishirin? Okay. That's what it's going to be called, apparently. So is this tied into... That first movie, or is this a separate thing? I'm not sure. It says it was uh, 25 years in the making, was supposed to be the third installment in a series of plays okay. called the Iran Islands Trilogy. Oh, yes. Which began with The Cripple of the Irish Man, followed by Lieutenant Inishmore. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Doesn't so- really. They too much more than that. So is he combining all three of those into one movie, or is this maybe going to be a planned trilogy? I'm not sure because it sounds like this was the third of the trilogy. Hmm. So either they're all going to fucking meld into one, or he's just going to skip right to the third one. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, either way, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out just because I liked In Bruges. I liked all these guys, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm interested type- nonetheless. Yeah, this type of movie is definitely up my alley. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
And then in news that you're probably not going to give a fuck about. We're getting yeah, a, not, not overly. We're getting a fucking Greenland sequel. I'm way more excited about that than I should be. I still haven't seen Greenland, so I mean, I don't even know what a sequel would entail. Uh, t- to be honest, I have no idea because that movie ended where it maybe didn't need a sequel. But it apparently made enough money that they're like, all right, let's do another yeah. one. It is like, it's a dumb action Gerald Butler movie. So if you've seen any of his recent action movies, it's kind of one of those. So if you're into those, which I super am, you'll like it. But if you're not, then you probably won't like it. But fair enough. Yeah. I like Gerald Butler. I think he's one of the last like action stars out there. It's doing these types of movies. Oh, fair enough. Maybe that'll be the motivation I need to actually watch the first one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. In something I am excited about, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Season 10 of American Horror Story added uh, Neil McDonough. Yeah, he's a, he's great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. He's like one of those people who like never really plays the star role, but he always nails it when he's like a supporting role. Yes, he reminds me that way in because I had that same thought of uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, ben something. What is his name? But he always does the same thing. Uh, I don't remember his name. He was in, remember that Mark Wahlberg movie, Contraband on a Ship? Mm-hmm. He played the partner. Okay, I gotta look this up. This is bothering the shit out of me. Yeah, I still have no idea who you're talking about. Once you, you'll know when I show you what the fuck is it. Oh, God. I don't know why this is bothering me so much, but it is. Contraband. Here we go. Ben Foster. Oh, yeah. That guy. Like, he's he seems to never be in a lead, but he's always in a supporting and he always fucking kills it. Okay, I, I, I see what you're saying. I do yeah. like Ben Foster, yeah. yeah. He does do mostly supporting stuff. I yeah. would liken fucking Neil Donahue though more to like Jason Clark. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like he yeah. always does those like small detective background kind of fucking escrows and he always nails those. Yeah. 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 This is good. Um, um, it's odd that they're like announcing this casting like two months before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder it's they're going to announce more people that are in it? I don't know. I, I don't know. He's going to play Dwight Ike Eisenhower as a regular throughout the season. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in, I'm into this. Like, I do, We can't wait for that next season, so I think having him in it is pretty fucking all right in my books. Yeah, I'm pumped for the new season. I just want it now. Mm-hmm. And even that spin-off anthology, I'm curious to see what that is. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited about that as well. Mm-hmm. And then, so we got John Bernthal. 
is doing an American Gigolo series for Showtime? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. No. And it's like, it's a remake of uh, the movie with Richard Gere. So... Yeah, takes place 15 years after he's arrested for murder and struggling to find his footing in modern-day Los Angeles sex industry. Yeah, I mean, it's made by the Ray Donovan people, so that kind of, like, piques my interest a little bit. Yeah, how do you feel about Rosie O'Donnell as the homicide detective? Uh, I, maybe not? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's a... <laughs> How about instead of fucking getting the Ray Donovan alum to focus on this, you get them to focus on a final fucking season for Ray Donovan. Yeah. Instead of just the movie that we're getting. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, there's a world in which this is maybe all right, but I don't know. This is one of those, like, I'm going to have to check out the pilot and go, okay, this is... This is good, or no, this is not good. This reminds me of, I don't know, Thomas Jane. He did, like, something similar like this on HBO, where it was, like, about some gigolo something. Yeah, hung. Yeah, and I remember, like, not really being into that. Yeah, all of this is just, like, nah. Eh, yeah. yeah. It, but it's weird that, like, John Bernthal, like, he's really good, and, like, it seems like he can maybe be a little bit choosy in what he does so like why is he picking this maybe he finds it super interesting maybe yeah yeah just something I don't really care about personally no I'll check out a pilot that'll be about it I probably won't that's fair that's fair I also it looks like we're getting a Beauty and the Beast prequel series on Disney plus yeah. Also something that I don't really care about at all. And it's like I like Josh Gad. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I like Luke yeah. Evans. I didn't mind that Beauty and the Beast movie, but I don't know that I want a prequel series of this. No, not high on my list. Just interesting news, but honestly for me personally, couldn't fucking care less. I mean, like, the only reason I'm going to watch this is because they're pitching it as a musical, and I love musicals, so... And I fucking don't. So I do, so, like, I'll probably end up watching this. Even though I don't really want to. I probably will. But... Well, you do you. You can feel free to let me know how it is. Yeah, probably will. Probably not going to change my perception or intrigue me to watch it, but... No. I... Give me like some Aladdin prequel series or something. Like, give me something interesting. I don't know. Like, if you could have a Disney, like, live action property prequel series, like, what what would you do? Atlantis. Oh shit. Okay. All right. That's probably the answer. That cartoon movie they did, the the Atlantis. Yep, that's right. what I would want. Okay. All right. That should probably happen. Maybe what? Maybe one day. Maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe that would be my first pick as of right now. If I'm thinking about Disney properties, I totally forgot about that movie until you just said it. It was a good movie. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I think a live action modern day with the fucking tech and the money that Disney has would be amazing. Yeah. It'd be like some avatar shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I didn't know I wanted that until now. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Fuck. Probably not even going to get it. Probably never. Nope. But we are getting uh, Beauty and the Beast musical. So, yay. Oh, boy. Well, in uh, other news that I don't know if I care about, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is going to do a sci-fi film called Atlas on Netflix with uh, Brad Payton directing. Uh, yeah, like I read part of this headline. It was like Brad Payton sci-fi Netflix. I was like, uh, maybe. And then I was like, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Playing a woman fighting for humanity in a future where AI soldiers has determined the only way to end war is to end humanity. So Terminator. Yeah, Skynet to in space. outthink this rogue AI, Atlas must work with the one thing she fears most, <laughs> another AI. So, Terminator. Yeah, Skynet in space. So, Terminator. We're getting a Terminator movie starring Jennifer Lopez. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but... I mean, I probably will watch it too, <laughs> but I mean, I can't say that this is like, oh my god, I'm so fucking excited, this sounds amazing. It's It's Terminator. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't figured this out yet, this is Terminator. They're redoing Terminator. This is yeah. Terminator, people. Yes, but it won't be as good as Terminator. No, it won't be. And Netflix and their movies is like so hit and miss lately. Yeah, they make fucking some real bangers and then they put out some real shit. Yeah. Like, I want to see more because it was a while ago they were like, hey, we're doubling down on like that extraction universe. Mm-hmm. Give me more of that. Like, yeah. that movie is fucking rad. Or give me more, like, the next chapter in the Old Guard series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that too. Like, give me more of those. Where's uh, my new season of Stranger Fucking Things? Right, yes. How about this? How about you bring back the society and give me a second season? Yeah. Or, hey, where's our fucking split season of Ozark? They announced. Yeah. That's like, gotta be coming soon. Not fucking soon enough. I know. I almost have to stop watching good television because it's getting harder and harder for me to handle these like two year fucking hiatuses in between. I think that's what's making Disney plus so good right now is they have a really tight turnaround. Like when you Mm -hmm. think Mandalorian season one came out, it's pretty much a year later that the second season comes out. That's how it fucking should be. Yeah. Like it's, it's a really short turnaround time. Like it's basically, they have it down to like almost like eight months or a year to fucking get a new season in. And it's partly because they're, they're using that tech that cuts down on a lot of it, but yeah, but but still like this turnaround for some of this shit, like when you think like Ozark or fucking Game of Thrones super long hiatus and same with Westworld is I honestly think this is a fucking strategy for them and mm-hmm. it's not about production or the ability to fucking do it it's like let's wait a while because then people are going to forget and then we're going to announce we got a new season and so much time is going to be passed that people are going to want to refresh so they'll go back and watch it so people who don't have access to you know previous seasons of Thrones or previous seasons of Westworld they're going to fucking subscribe so they can go back rewatch and make sure that they're yep up to where they are and i think that's what their strategy is but in reality it's a fucking stupid strategy because if a new season of westworld comes out and you need a refresher i'm not going back and watching three seasons of westworld although honestly that one i i would be okay with because i thought it was such an amazing show or is an amazing show yeah but most people are going to go on youtube and they're going to find a recap yeah yeah here's a yep. fucking 
30 minute YouTube video that gets you right the fuck up to speed. Yeah. And like I I can think of very few shows that I actually like went back and watched like rewatched before the new season. I used to do it with Game of Thrones until those later seasons when I was like I I don't want to sully the earlier seasons by mm-hmm. watching them beforehand. But and I was I was fortunate enough I held off on Game of Thrones for like a good fucking four seasons before yeah. I started watching it. So fair enough. But yeah, like the turnaround time is ridiculous. Like I'm looking, so we have 52 weeks of this podcast as of right now, which is a year. And I think it was like halfway through this, Loki got announced and we are watching Loki right now. Yeah. That's the turnaround time you should have. Yeah. Not like, yo, you ready for the new Westworld in four years? Because you also got to think, like, I wonder if anyone's, like, taking this into account. Like, when you have such a high turnaround time and you don't have a whole lot of, like, amazing stuff happening in between, how many people are axing their subscriptions and then when the show comes back, getting re-upping, a fucking yeah. re-upping then, right? Like, the point is not just to get new subscribers, but to hold on, like, to the ones you have. If you're getting a 100,000 new subscribers every six months, yeah, that's sweet. But if you're also losing 200,000 subscribers every six fucking months, you're not really coming out ahead. Yeah, especially like when you look at like Disney Plus, like with their weekly releases, like they had the Mandalorian for like weeks and then it's like a couple more weeks and then it's like, oh, here's this new show, right? Like it's there's not a lot of of time gap. Yeah, before like their new shows, right? Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended and then it was like, what, a month until Loki? Yeah. Not even like yeah. three weeks or something. So like... That's how yeah, you should and, do it. And then they drop stuff like fucking Cruella and shit yeah, for you to yeah. fucking buy. So like there's stuff to keep you occupied yeah. in between. Yeah. And you, you not only get the new subscribers, but you maintain your current base. And I think that's something that like HBO and some of these other places need to look into because yeah. when you got a fucking like a year to two year hiatus on a show before it comes back, like HBO does put out some good, good fucking shows. Like Mary oh, Easttown's yeah. a prime example of an amazing oh, yeah. show, but yeah. it's a one-off miniseries. So you yep. very well could have re-up for fucking two months, watch Mary Easttown. Not even you could have waited for it to come out. Re-up for one month, watch Mary Easttown. Let your one month lapse, and now you're yep. waiting for the next fucking you know a year till the next show comes out. Yeah, doesn't seem like a very good business strategy. But that being said, I'm not a business student. I don't know marketing or any of this bullshit, but it seems flawed to me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, like, I I recently got rid of fucking Crave and all that shit. There's nothing on there right now where it's like I need to have this. Maybe if some comes up, I'll re up my Crave and HBO. But until then, nope, you're not holding on to me because you got nothing. Nope. No, you gotta you gotta give people a reason to keep paying, right? So. Which Damn. is probably why Disney in such a very short period of time is now like the second most popular streaming service only behind Netflix. Yes. And that's just because Netflix has been around for like fucking a decade at this point with a massive catalog. Yeah. And I, I think the big thing that helps Disney too is like if you have kids, Disney Plus is the answer. <laughs> right. So it's you're already grabbing a huge market with that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, Yeah. But I mean, it's Disney. I mean, they know how to do things well. Yeah. So. So yeah. And then J.J. Abrams is going to make a UFO documentary 
Showtime. I'm kind of super into this. Oh yeah, I'm right into it. <laughs> oh, like, I like Abrams, and I love alien and UFO type shit. So I mean, yeah. you want to make a UFO docu series, and you're going to put like high quality fidelity behind it, a la JJ yeah. Abrams and his bad robot production company. Yep, I'm in. Especially with like all of the newly declassified stuff. Oh yeah, right. Like that they're going to touch on. Like, fuck yeah, this sounds rad as shit. Yeah, mark it off on the fucking calendar. I'm there. Yeah, pretty much. I I just hope the Showtime gives him... Mind you, this is his production company, so I don't know how, how involved he'll be in it. But I hope this gets the budget it needs to make it cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Once it says it's going to be a four-part docuseries, so not long, but... But hey. Still into it. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. We got Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, however you pronounce his first name, Ewan, 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 yeah, I think so. Anyway, McGregor, he's gonna do an Everest movie for director Doug Lehman. Yeah, who did the Bourne movies, Edge of Tomorrow, mm -hmm. which I love all of those movies, but I don't know that I need a Mount Everest movie. No, and that's just it. Like he's he's directed some pretty stellar mu movies, and I think McGregor is a phenomenal fucking actor. Yeah, but I don't know if I give a shit that he's going to climb Mount Everest. No, especially like, do you remember the Everest movie? Yeah, with like yeah, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, like it seems like I watched that, and that was like meh. Yeah, wasn't very hot on that one. But like, if I want to watch an Everest movie, like. I'll watch that one or I'll actually, you know what I'd be more excited about? Shit, where is it? Who's the guy that played Robin in those really shitty Batman Schumacher films? Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, that's it. You remember the really shitty uh, fucking snow mountain climbing one that he did? You remember I, that? No, I don't. Oh, it's, it's so bad, but it's so good. Uh, it's real bad. But it's like good, bad. Oh, fuck. What is it called? Remember, Vertical Limit. I remember hearing it. Yes. The title sounds familiar. I don't know if I can say I watched it. It's it's like this super bad 90s, like, oh, we're going to climb this mountain and make shit explode kind of movie. Those are the kind of dumbass Everest movies I want. Like, or Cliffhanger with fucking Stallone. Mm, yeah, see, now that's one I can think of. Do that on Everest. Stallone has got to climb to Everest with no shirt and a rope to get a briefcase of cash. Give me that. But I don't, I don't know, like, yeah. climbing Mount Everest I don't think is a compelling story. Yeah, I'm not, eh. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I... Just gonna leave it at that, I guess. Yeah. And the last piece of news we have is more John Wick casting. Yes. With Hiroko Sanada. Yes. So from Westworld Mortal Kombat. Yeah. He was Scorpion in the newest Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. He was in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. He's in Lost. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Apparently, there he was originally supposed to be in the third one. Oh, really? Yeah, but he uh, snapped his Achilles tendon. Ooh. Took him out. 
Who is he supposed to play in the third one? Because it says he got replaced by Mark DeCassos? I don't know yeah. who he played. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. He's got an impressive fucking list of, movie, or of uh, movies aside from those ones. He's been around in Hollywood a long time. He's really yeah. good. Last so. Samurai, Sunshine, Speed Racer, Wolverine. Speed Racer. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, but the yeah. rest of them, yeah. Yeah, he's he's seasoned. He's good. I like that they're like kind of getting into like kind of more martial artsy stuff in the fourth yeah. one. It seems like because like the they leaned on that in the third one, right? Mm -hmm. So like, and the, the, like I think that's a good freshen up for that series, right? Yeah, because you can only do like the hey John Wick is going to town with a shotgun variant, you know, so many times versus like in the third one. Remember when he's fighting all those fucking dudes with the knives? Yeah. Like, it, do more of that, right? Where it's just like this crazy, like, fucking... What did I just watch in five minutes, and why did 500 knives get thrown? But it looked awesome, right? Yeah. So. So, yeah. I, this is cool. Yeah, I'm into it. It's just... The more we hear, the more I'm fucking just hyped on J the new John Wick. Yeah, especially because, like... I'm really curious where John Wick goes. Me too. Because they keep leaning into this, like he's the super indestructible guy, and I'm wondering if they just keep doubling down on that, where it's just like, you, you, John Wick is immortal. You can't kill him. Yeah, for sure. So. so yeah. Yeah, like that's uh, a slow news week. Yeah, not a whole lot out. And... So we both watched Loki. Yeah. So what are you two out so far? Have you watched both? I have. Okay. So have I. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. I uh never watched any of the promotional material for it. I just Neither knew did I. I just knew it was Loki and I was gonna be excited for it. So I didn't bother to watch any sneak peeks, any trailers. I honestly didn't even look at any fucking casting or fuck all. So Boy, was I fucking surprised to see Owen Wilson. Yeah. And he, I like it. I yeah. think he's doing phenomenal in that role. Yeah, to be honest, I, Owen Wilson is my favorite part of that show so far. Because, mm -hmm. um, like, I was never super hyped on a Loki show just because, like, Loki was my favorite character. But I was like, I'll check it out. Like, it's it'll be good. It's Disney Plus and, like, all their stuff is good. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, Owen Wilson is in this and he's doing a really good job. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm you can definitely see where they're starting to like set things up post like Avengers Endgame of like trying to be like we need to have a new threat and hey turns out it's time travel and all of these time things right mm -hmm. like they, that kind of seems like you know that and like with the multiverse shit like it seems like they're gonna maybe go down that road I don't know I think it definitely feels like that's the road yeah. they're going to go down to, especially with them talking about like the time, the time variants yeah, and, and the time gatekeepers or whatever. Yeah. And so like spoilers. Um, so like at the end of episode two, it's like, Hey, it's female Loki, right? That's a variant. So like, I wonder if this is how you're going to start to get like different versions of Iron Man maybe or something, right? Like, is that how they're going to maybe bring some of these stuff back? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Like, I'm curious where... 
I'm I'm curious where the Loki show goes because it seems to almost be setting up some like stuff for behind the scenes Marvel movies that seems important. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Like you think like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of just like a prequel to him becoming Captain America versus like some of this stuff is like maybe seems bigger than the show. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm not too sure where it's going to go, but I do know like that I'm too in and I'm like, I'm really digging it. I think Owen, Owen Wilson is like really fucking. He's the standout. Yeah, for sure. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious where this season is going to go. Like, cause I, mostly just cause I don't know. Right. Like when you watch Falcon and the Wonder Soldier, like you kind of know in the first two episodes how that's going to end, right? Like they're going to fight and he's going to become Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. But like there's no really inklings to what the end of Loki is going to be so far, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I dig it. I mean, it's it's high quality stuff as all those other shows are, so. Yeah, and like, fuck man, the slew of all of the fucking Disney Plus series that are coming out, like mm-hmm. I was just looking at the list i have to bring it back up here all right okay so holy fucking balls man like run down this list what do we got so like the stuff we got like there's the obviously the mandalorian wandavision falcon loki yep but we're also getting mysterious benedict society which is a mystery advent adventure Series that looked kind of interesting. Okay. There's your typical Disney stuff like Mighty Ducks, Turner and Hooch. Yep. Uh, they're doing an animated Star Wars, The Bad Batch. That's already out. Is it? Yep. Where's the Disney stuff here? And I got and all the, that. The Marvel shit is just looking at. Because I got all the Star Wars shit, which is like the Boba Fett, the OP1 stuff. They're doing like an Ahsoka one. And they're doing the Rogue One prequel. So there's like six fucking Star Wars ones. Yeah, the Book of Boba Fett. We got a Hawkeye one coming. A Miss right. Marvel one coming. Right. She-Hulk. I forgot that they're redoing Doogie Hauser. We discussed that one already. Right. Moon Knight. The Obi-Wan standalone. The Acolyte? What is that? Star Wars franchise. Like a oh, is that the one where they're going to tie the Mandal like the Mandalorian and all those together? It's a prequel trilogy era Clone Wars. Oh, interesting. Its, its genre is mystery thriller. Oh, I hadn't heard about that one before. And then there's one coming out that they're working on called the Armor Wars, which is part of the MCU group of American superheroes. Right, because that has a war machine. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ironheart. Is that like the who's going to pick up Iron Man? Don't know. So I thought the rumor for a while was like Ironheart is like the female Iron Man. So is that what that is? It just says six episodes. It doesn't really have a whole lot of... Hmm talk about it oh it breaks it all down here at the fucking at the bottom holy fuck 
I gotta scroll up now. There's the Black Widow movie. There's the Shang-Chi series or whatever that's already out. Yeah, the, like Seven Rings or whatever. Yeah, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. I thought the, the one... Is that one out? I thought it was. I thought it was a series and I thought it was already out. But cool. maybe it's a movie? I don't know. And there's The Eternals. The new, right. The new Spider-Man. The new Thor, Love and Thunder. The new Black Panther movie. Then there's one just... The Marvels, which is a sequel to Captain Marvel. Oh, right. There's a new Ant-Man and Wasp coming. Guardians right. of the Galaxy 3. We're getting a Fantastic Four. Those are all movies, so I guess I'm wrong that that uh, Ten Rings, Shang chi is going to be a movie. Okay. And as far as television, so it's WandaVision, Falcon, Loki, something called What If. Oh, that already came out. It's like the spinoff of like What If Captain America was a Nazi. Okay. It's like an animated thing, I think, that they I did. haven't seen that one yet. Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, The Secret Invasion, which that's the one I'm excited with Amelia Clark. Right. They're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, fuck off. Really? Yeah. Iron, right. Ironheart, Armor Wars, and then a Wakanda series. Right. Yeah. They're stacked. Yeah. Like, that's a fuck ton yeah it's they took that marvel mentality like with the movies where it's like hey here's our timeline you're gonna get like two or three a year and they're gonna all lead into this thing like they're doing the same thing with the tv right which is yeah. great because they're like okay you're gonna get the loki and then three weeks later you'll get this one and this one so like yeah it's fucking awesome yeah you know like that's people are gonna dig that you know especially like we've talked about the quality of like Loki, like they're done with super high budgets. It's great. So. Yeah. They're not like cheap fucking filler shows by any means. No. So, so yeah, it's, it's good. Anyway. So tell me about this Lysis story. Yeah. So this is a Stephen King series and it's got, oh shit. Who's the cast? It's an Apple show based on yeah. a Stephen King one. So uh, Julianne Moore and Clive Owen. I like Clive Owen. Yeah. And Dane DeHaan. Okay. So it's it's a weekly. I think there's only four episodes out. I think I've watched three. It's, it's Stephen King weird. Like it's, so you know how like <clears throat> 1122.63 is like time travel, right? Yeah, and the outsider is like kind of that weird monster thing that it's like weird, but not like super Stephen King weird. Okay, you know what I mean. And then like the stand is like, oh, here's the superpowers, good and evil. Yeah. So Lizzie's story is like his supernatural, other realms, weird stuff going on, where there's like crazy, like this dude's gonna sit in a creek and his arm's gonna heal, kind of thing. And that is maybe in another fucking dimension. Hmm. And it's so far I'm digging it. Um, basically the premise is so Julianne Moore plays, uh, Clive Owen's wife. He gets shot at, uh, he, cause he's an author. Cause of course that's a Stephen King protagonist. Yeah. And he very successful made a bunch of millions and millions of dollars. And he's like doing this thing for the town and like unveiling something and someone shoots him. 
and he's got all of this kind of like unfinished work and she won't release it to anyone and so there's like scholars trying to get a hold of it because it's like oh this is the you know great writer of our generation you've got to release this so people can see it and she's like no get fucked like i don't want to so there's kind of like that and then so dane dehan plays a very typical like super creepy stephen king villain Okay. I don't, uh, so like, and he does really well where like you watch him and you're just like, man, you're fucking, you're fucking creepy as shit. Um, so he's kind of trying to like get her to release the stuff and he's doing a bunch of like fucked up Stephen King stuff to try to do that. And then kind of the other plot is Clive Owen before he died, left her a bunch of clues and she's kind of like going on a scavenger hunt, trying to figure out what the fuck. He wants her to go on a scavenger hunt for, and the show hasn't got there yet. But, hmm. but yeah, it's it's not it's not bad. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, I'll know more once more the season comes out because I'm only three episodes in, so it's like kind of just getting started. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the super fucking weird Stephen King. I'll put it that way. So if you're into that, like when he kind of goes like off the fucking rails a little bit, that's just kind of what it is, right? Like it's not just like, oh, here's the kind of good versus evil or like kind of outsiders thing. It's like, yeah. But it's cool so far. I mean, I'm still watching it, so it's, uh, I think, definitely worth checking out. All right, well. I'll actually uh, check out a trailer for that. Maybe I'll add that to the queue. Yeah. The first episode, it, like, I was kind of like, I wasn't really into the first episode, and I had to give the second episode kind of, like, for me, is like, where it ended up kind of picking up. So mm-hmm. if the first episode doesn't get you, maybe check out the second one, too, because I, like, I watched the first one, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to keep watching this or not. And I was like, I'll check out another one just to check it out. But... But yeah. All right. And then fucking Walker. Yeah. I uh, I saw that you had a little bit of a fucking rant on Walker. Oh, Because I was watching it and I was like, I need to like jot down some of this fucking stupid shit that's happening because I'm going to forget it. So they had their mm-hmm. like mid-season like kind of finale or break, like the kind of mid-season event. Yeah. Hope, fuck. So bad guys take over the walker farm okay yeah so uh, so they fucking scarface style like assault this ranch and they roll up and it's just like it's like peak cw bullshit like it's peak cw bullshit it's kind of amazing okay So they roll up and like Walker's brothers like trying to like fend them off. So the guy's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna kill this guy. Shoots Walker's brother three times point blank in the chest. So it's like, okay, he's dead, but clearly not because it's the CW. Okay. So fu- fucking he's lying there dead and they're like rounding them up and tying them all up inside. Fucking Papa Walker shows up to the ranch, sees his son like dead on the ground he just like mentions his name and then all of a sudden big gasp of air and he's like suddenly alive again after taking like three to the chest and it's just (sighs) like that's what i mean it's like peak cw bullshit fucking 
so then fucking so bad guys like all right walker i need you to rob this bank for me or i'm gonna like kill or i'm gonna kill more of your family so walker's like all right so they fucking say okay okay go rob this bank but we're not going to send any of our bad guys with you to make sure it's done we're just going to wait here till you get back with the money so like i'm watching this and i'm going like so as they're driving to the bank to rob and i'm like so why don't you just like stop anywhere and use a phone and like call the station and be like yo they're taking over my ranch nope they don't do that so they walk into the bank and while all this is happening his partner is calling him on the phone and he's still doing this facade that the bad guys are telling him like you know you can't make sure you tell anyone we're gonna like shoot your kids and okay. like he he's still getting these calls while he's not with the bad guys and it's like okay you can tell them now that there's bad guys because no one's listening but they don't so they rob this bank and as they're driving back they run into his partner on the road and they have a conversation his partner's like yo is like everything all good like what's going on he's like yeah no it's it's all good like i'm just i gotta get back to the ranch doesn't mention that there's a bunch of bad guys at the ranch even though they're out in the middle of nowhere and no one can tell them that so anyway they get fucking uh, they get back to the ranch fucking a walker's outside dealing with something and meanwhile bad guy's kid was also dating walker's kid as a ploy to get into the family right yeah oh, jesus uh, again peak cw bullshit so they're all tied up at this kitchen table fucking and uh papa bad guy comes in and starts doing the subplot thing of like he's going through the dad's pockets and he pulls out this bottle of pills and he's like oh what are these pain pills for and he just looks at like papa walker and he's like oh you got cancer and it's just like what you deduce that fucking by a bottle of pills so then there's this whole like thing of like oh no one knew he had cancer so like cute family bs drama oh my god and then so the teenage daughter once papa bad guy leaves starts talking to the dude the kid she dated and like somehow convinces him through teenage love to like untie them so that happens so they all get untied because teenage love and cw saves the day and then they take back over the farm and it's just like it was like peak cw bullshit it was kind of crazy that all sounds awful yeah and then i watched the next episode uh because i'm still watching the show and fucking uh i don't know why i'm still watching this I uh I have it on like the list, like I have it all there to fucking watch. Why? But I haven't watched a single one. I don't think that you should actually, to be honest. It's like it's peak CW bullshit, and it's very that. But I really like him. I don't know, like it's. I don't know why I keep watching it. I honestly don't. But I'm committed. I'm like 16 episodes in. So. Good for you for keeping keeping <laughs> through, I guess. I don't know. I know. I think it's just that one of those. That sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, I think this is just turned into the, like, the show I keep watching. Just cause, yeah, I know it's bad, but I'm just going to keep watching it anyway. So. 
All right, then. CW's The Walker is very much a fucking CW show. Yeah, but I think we kind of knew that going in. We know CW is infamous for like stupid bullshit. Yeah. And you've list- you've sat there and listened to me fucking rant for like long periods of time about CW's fucking Riverdale and the ridiculousness that goes on on that show. So, yep. I mean, none of this should really come as any sort of surprise. It doesn't. <clears throat> but I'm still watching it, so. To- I can't judge you, dude, because I still watch fucking Riverdale. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Walker, and all right. Uh, maybe it's like I'm trying to fill like that supernatural hole, or it's like I need like some weekly shitty. Well, not shitty. Supernatural wasn't shitty, but like I need some weekly procedural to watch. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it could be it. Yeah. And so, what is the rental? What is that that you checked out? That is sounds Dave, like a Bloomhouse horror movie. It kind of is. It's not Bloomhouse. Oh. It's actually uh, Dave Franco's first directorial writer debut. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's his first film that he's gone off and done on his own. It's kind of like a suspenseful thriller, and it's got Allison Brie. For of those course. who don't know, that's Dave Franco's wife. <clears throat> Makes sense. And uh, yeah, the whole premise is like the fucking it's uh, Allison Brie and her boyfriend are together and they go and they basically do an Airbnb. Her boyfriend okay. works at some company. I honestly don't remember what they do, but they he works at this company that he started and works with this other lady and this okay. lady's dating his brother. Okay. So they just closed some account or raised some funding or something. So to celebrate, they go and they rent this beautiful fucking massive vacation house that like overlooks the ocean. Okay. So the four of them go out there and they're like, okay, this is going to be perfect. We're going to rent this fucking place and we're going to, you know, get drunk and do some drugs one night and we'll go hiking another day. And like, they just plan this whole thing out and then it kind of like, quickly devolves as they find out that there's like actually hidden cameras around Um, this fucking rental place. Okay. And like, I don't really know how much to say in case you want to watch it. I don't want to spoiler it for you. Is it worth watching? Yes and no. It's not going to, it's not going to blow your socks off by any means. But as far as like this being Dave's like first fucking movies done by himself, it actually was like, it's a decently written fucking story. And there's definitely some like twists and turns because like when they go to rent, like this is no spoiler alert, but right off the hop, the one chick, not Alison Brie, but the one who's partnered with Alison Brie's boyfriend, who's okay. dating the boyfriend's brother. She's like, like of East Indian or like somewhere over in like the Middle East. Like that's her like descent kind of, yeah. I guess. She originally goes to book this Airbnb and her booking gets denied. So then her boyfriend or her partner, Allison Bree's boyfriend, he ends up booking the Airbnb, picks the same day, same time, and his booking gets approved. Okay. So like right off the hop, they're like, okay, the owner of this house is fucking racist. And there's like some kind of undertones by that. Right. And you kind of find out that her boyfriend, which is like her partner's younger brother, is kind of a fuck up. 
Okay. He like hasn't been able to hold down a steady job. I think he's a fucking Uber driver in his free time. Okay. And like, so it just kind of plays off that where they're in this house and then some shit goes down and then they kind of discover these cameras and obviously they go, okay, it's this fucking old racist dude's a pervert. And then you just get some like weird plot twists and turns that come about while everything's playing out where you're like, oh, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's this guy. Maybe it's this other guy. And then it's like, maybe I don't know who it is. And then it kind of like all culminates okay. into a conclusion and you get to the end and you're like, that's not actually what I expected at all. And then it like it leaves the door open, not for like a direct sequel pertaining to these characters, but it leaves the door open where they're like, they could do another movie in the same vein, but in a different location with different fucking people. Like it kind of oh. opens up the possibility for like a universe. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like it would make a lot more sense if I could explain some more, but again, I don't want to spoil it in case you do want to watch it. Cause you, you haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to watch it. It was interesting. Okay. It was. It was. Like, Maybe I'll check it out. I, I would put it in like my top list of fucking movies by all means, but it was just I like Dave Franco a lot, and I right. like Allison Brie a lot. So I was like, okay, this is his first movie. She's in it. Like I'll, you know, I'll show my support. I'll I'll check it out. I was about to say this. Maybe seems like it's like not like a gangbuster movie, but like a very first solid, like decent job at. Yeah, writing his, and directing. For, yeah, like, for his first, okay. first entry, like it definitely had character development. There was a plot that you could follow. It definitely had some suspenseful plot twists that you didn't necessarily right. see coming, and it it does a very good job of building up that like tension. Right, right, right? like there's ten, okay. there's definitely tense moments where you're like, oh fuck, and like you know, kind of as the viewer like watching this from the outside, you're kind of like, hey, don't do this, or hey, look over there. Right. How could you not realize what is happening? But right. like, obviously, you're just a spectator. Right, right. So I, I was. It at the end of it, it just kind of makes you think, though, and I think that's what the whole fucking purpose of this film was. Was like when you go and rent an Airbnb, like you don't actually know who I you're have, renting from and what's going on that you don't know or that you can't see. I have found cameras in an Airbnb I have rented before. Have you? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah, at in Comic Con the, one year. Yeah. In this country? Yes. So, like yeah. the Calgary or the Edmonton one? Calgary, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We found one in the living room, me and my buddy, when we were staying there. It's just really? like, really? We're just going to put something over that <laughs> and quietly ignore it. <laughs> you're, I don't know if you're, yeah. if that makes you a better man than me or not, but like, I definitely, if I would have discovered a fucking camera, it would have been on the phone with the police. It was like that fucking moment. Well, it was like this weird thing. It was like, it was like a webcam kind of like by a computer, but it was like, so it was like, is this just like a webcam that they normally use and it shut off? Or is this like actually on? And we're like, we're just going to fucking cover this. And if we see another one, we'll get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so it, like this movie, it definitely, you get to the end and like, I know <clears throat> one of my buddies watched it. Okay. And as soon as he watched it, the first thing he did, he's like, do you really think? Stuff like that goes on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was like, yeah. I mean, totally. honestly, yeah, probably. It just depends on where and how, but it's, yes. it's totally doable. So uh, it, just, I, it, it definitely makes you kind of like, because uh, I've stayed at Airbnbs before and like yeah. 
I've seen it crossed my mind briefly where it's like, yeah, do you think they put cameras? But then I don't really think about it too hard. But like <laughs> after, yeah, because if you think about watching, it, yeah, yeah, no, like I, I bet there's more Airbnbs that people realize that they have fucking cameras, which, yeah, 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 because after watching this, I was definitely like, you know what? Next time I go into an Airbnb, I'm, I'm legit be a little more actually gonna fucking look. Because there's always those things that like crosses my mind when I book it and when I get there, I don't really think about it. But like definitely after watching this movie and now that I have like a fucking engineering diploma in like computers and electronics and like the stuff that you can do and how small you can get things and how they can transmit without being plugged into a wall and shit. Like I'm definitely much more of the mindset where it's like people are fucking sick. But yeah. that's kind of where it goes. So like, yeah. I don't know, you get to the end and you it definitely kind of makes you think. And then like I said, it it opens it up to a universe because it kind of turns out that this this is happening in a lot of places, but yeah. the whole movie also has a horror aspect to it. So it's okay. not just like thriller suspense. There's definitely some fucking horror to it. I think I might check this out now. I think you've mm-hmm. kind of sold me. Because yeah, that's it's like the fucked up real life premise. And it's like I have we have security cameras around the home, and like I've got an app that'll also pick up like. You can if it's if you're connected to a network, it'll pick up anything like any cameras sending out signals. So if you walked into an Airbnb, you can boot up this app and search the network and fucking kind of ping it and be like, oh, hey, there is a camera that is sending some mm. stuff. Except there's a problem with that. Oh yeah, I mean there's most most Airbnb Airbnbs will have Wi-Fi for you, but you can also have a completely separate yes. wireless network that is hidden. That yes. no one can fucking like I can do that right now with like oh, yeah. my network is I can boot up a fucking two I can have like ten fucking different networks oh, yeah. going and have them all completely hidden so that even if you fucking do a network scanning app, it's they're technically not on the same network. So there's yeah. definitely ways around that. No, I, I think me and you both can probably figure out those ways around that. So Yeah. So it was it was interesting. Like I I I I enjoyed the movie. It's not a, you know, it's not a, at the not a top tier mystery horror suspense by any fucking means. But it was good, well within its own right. And it was like for him directing, like the way he did his shots and like the way he had the music cued to certain like scenes and stuff. Like I think I think he did a, a really fucking good job for his first like real fucking dive into something that he did all on his own. And it was. Like, a decent movie? Yeah, like it was a decent movie, but it was also like very low budget, but you couldn't tell it was low budget. Like Anyways. it didn't look like it had a billion dollar budget by any means, but it didn't look like it had that very low budget that it actually had. Right, right. Yeah, I'll probably check that out. I'm, mm-hmm. That's good that his like kind of first attempt is like pretty decent. Yeah, I, so. I, I think he did a good job. And it. I hope that he continues to explore this avenue of his creativity i hope he does yeah. another fucking movie that he writes and directs because for a first attempt it was it was mighty fine all right then yeah i'll mm-hmm. i'll check that out that seems all right so but yeah other than that i didn't really watch a whole lot we're kind of re-watching new girl right now well i'm re-watching it the old no, lady's watching okay. it for the first time all right what a timeless fucking classic that is yeah yeah i I just just stumbled upon that show like while I was playing games. I was like, I throw something on in the background. Ended up watching it like outside of that, where I was like, this is actually really good. 
Or like I've, it's definitely one of my I have like my core shows that I like to put on in the background, like How I Met Your Mother, The Office, Parks and Rec, Community, right, right. Brooklyn Nine Nine, just because I've seen them all, so like I don't have to pay attention, right? But like even just doing stuff around the house while while the the fiance is watching them, like I'll hear the one liners and like it just makes me yeah. like openly burst out in a laughter. Yeah. And it's not like I didn't have that with The Office or any of those other shows, but a lot of those jokes, like I find them funny, but it's that like internal laughing where you're like right, yeah, laughing, yeah. but you're not yeah, yeah. giggling out loud. And I, I find with like New Girl, there are far more jokes and comments that like make me uncontrollably laugh out loud. I think it's because the show also had like all of the characters have like really outgoing, crazy personalities. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like when you smash all that together, like you get some hilarious stuff, right? Yeah. So. Great, great show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now I think my background show is King of the Hill, which that show's fucking amazing. It is. A fucking Time, timeless classic. Yeah. And then I want to check out another Apple show. Okay. The Mosquito Coast. I've got all those on the go. My parents have actually burned all of them, but I like I haven't watched any of them yet. Yeah, I have them all, but I been curious just because i really like that main guy uh, justin i don't remember yeah i really like him so more importantly i'm looking forward to actually going back to fucking theaters yeah we were gonna go see a movie last night but the only two that are currently playing in theaters that i haven't seen yet that i want to see yeah a quiet place part two yeah and the hitman hitman's wife's bodyguard right but unfortunately the fiance has not seen the first one of either of those movies Okay. So she didn't want to go see the sequel because she hadn't seen the first one. And I was like, well, pick one of them. Yep. Watch the first one right now while I hammer out some Call of Duty. But she's right into the new girl right now. Like, okay. I think she's on season five and she started it like two, like a week or two ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's been hammering down hard. And when she gets into a, a series, <laughs> that's, there's then, no stopping. Yeah, that's the focus. She's okay. been talking about watching Cruella for like three weeks and still. Still hasn't got around to it. Yeah, it, it's a two hours. That's a big time commitment. But you know, seven episodes of New Girl in a row. That's fine. Weird. That's the same time. Yeah, it's. Oh. Yeah, I think I'll probably end up checking out a quiet place, and then next weekend is Fast Nine, which I'm excited for. This fucking stupid shit. It's happening in that movie. Mm, I can't I wait. Don't I don't know. I also found out, so up in Canada here, we have scene points for a theater. So all, my scene points are tied to all of my bank and credit cards. And so it turns out after a year and a half of not seeing movies and having all those collected, I have 50 free movies available. No, I call bullshit on that. Or it's like 30 or something. It I've is... been, I have the, the, I'd run an American Express, so I don't get scene points on that. But I run the scene points debit card. Right. As well as like anytime we go to one of like Montana's, Eastside Mario's, any of those places, you get the scene card, they get, give you fucking yeah. points for it and stuff like that. I'm only at 30,000 scene points right now. Well, maybe that's what I'm at. Because isn't it a thousand per ticket? Yeah, it costs a thousand per ticket or like 12 or 1400 if it's like the AVX fucking room or and more if you do an IMAX. I'm just trying to pull up. I got 40,000 scene points. There's no way you did that in one year. In one year. 
because my 30,000 scene points, that's like a couple of years of fucking collecting and not fucking spending. I, I, I maybe started with 8,000. But like, other than that, like. Interesting. Either which way, that's a lot of scene points. Every time yeah. I go to a theater and like they're like, oh, do you scan your card for your 10% concession discount? It always brings up the scene points. And they're always like, holy shit, you've got a lot of scene points. I get that a lot too, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> if you, in case you didn't know, if you go to one of the fucking like linked restaurants like a Montana's or a Eastside Mario's or okay. a Moxie's, you can use your scene points. And I think it's like 10,000 scene points is $100. Oh, shit. Okay. So, like, you could go and fucking have, you know, a super fancy, expensive meal and for use 10,000 of your scene points for nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I actually was at a restaurant once when I, th- I think it was uh, Milestones when I was uh, on the island. And they scanned my scene points to give it to me after. And she, like, made a comment about, like, oh, yeah, you got a lot. Do you want to use any of these scene points to, like, take off your bill? And I was like, no, I'm just going to keep collecting them. And then the guy who was sitting at the table next to me was like, oh, you should do it. It's definitely, he's like, I don't see a lot of movies, but I collect a lot of scene points. He's like, that's what I use them for. And he just finished a fucking meal with like his wife and their like three fucking kids. Yep. And they went all out and he paid for the whole like $400 <laughs> fucking meal using scene points. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. The good news is I'm never going to have to buy a movie, probably, ever. No, I could definitely, with 30 free movies, I could pretty much see all the movies I want over the next year and not pay for them. Yeah. All but the fu- I can't I can't spend them. I keep collecting them. I, I don't know. use them. I know. I'm terrible for that, too. I'm like, I could use them, or I just could keep... Keep collecting. Keep collecting them. And they fucking ruined it, too, because you could pretty much get a guaranteed movie until they stopped it, because one of the combos was like your popcorn drink and snacks for like 20 bucks and, then, and you got a thousand points. So if you always bought that combo, you never had to pay for a movie. Yeah. Which is what I did for the longest time. And then they took that away. I was like, yeah. Fuck. But yeah, so I'm trying to think if, are there any other summer releases for theaters? Black widow. What's coming to right? Eventually. That's July, I think. July 2nd? Not soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't really have a a whole lot on the docket here. No, I don't really either. Well, that seems like as good a point as any. Yeah. All right. As always, if you have a question or anything like that, shoot us an email at tuningthroughthestatic at gmail. Other than that, that's all I got. Catch you on the next one. Later.